Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me, many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Welcome back to Unfiltered. Let's learn to laugh, exercise and move for your mental health. These were spoken by the wonderful Charlotte Holmes. Today I'm chatting away with mother and former Miss England. Now she is head of yoga for Virgin Active United Kingdom. She's passionate for movement and hopes to inspire everyone to get out of their heads and into their bodies more often. The hashtag body goals is the start of our conversation, takes us on a little detour how we both started practicing Ashtanga yoga with very short hamstrings, unable to touch our toes in forward bending. From there to motivating, rolling out your mat for five minutes every day and sit with yourself. A conversation requiring a nice cup of chai in a cozy corner. I hope you enjoy. The recording live, sitting as a real yogi, I see. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we're recording. We're live. Charlotte, welcome. <laughs> From one way on the world, all the way to the other side. Um, welcome that you accepted my, uh, no, grateful, thankful that you accepted my invite uh, to have I a mean, good of course, of, of course. course I would accept you. Thank you so much for having me. I've just, listen, it's important conversations, right? Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. So how broader and how wider we can get the topics from today, uh, I also believe it's very important to do that. So we're just having a digital chat together and we're just going to chat everything through. Um, before we dive in the topics we really want to talk about, can you give a little bit of an insight from who's Charlotte? Uh, what drives you every day? Give us all the quirks. Give us all the updates on that. Oh, goodness. Okay, just shut me up if I keep talking for too long. Um, so my name is Charlotte Holmes. I am uh, first and foremost, I guess, a yoga practitioner, a student, uh, a lover of the practice, both on and mainly off the mat. But I also am lucky enough to work as head of yoga for Virgin Active which is, if you're not aware, one of the um, a big gym chain in the UK um, and other other places actually. They've got you've got gyms in Australia and Thailand and Italy. But yeah, I look after the yoga program uh, that mm. we offer here in the UK. So get to mix my um, love of yoga in with my work, which is wonderful and awful, <laughs> all at the same time. Um, <laughs> And then aside from that, goodness me, I come from like a fitness background, I guess. Like a, I was a PT before I, I was a yoga teacher. I've always loved movement. I've loved movement for the love of moving and the fact that I can. Yeah. I've danced from a young age, very active kind of lifestyle. Um, grew up next to the ocean, spent a lot of time in the ocean. Um, so really a someone that thrives off of doing physical things with one's body <laughs> but basically you have been physically moving uh, throughout your whole life in different forms and formats and as well from that discovering what it does for you and you're trying to convey this message as well as mm. much towards others basically mm. yeah. um what i was um 
well, when when we first met in India a couple of years back, we just talked about it. It's two years ago already. Uh, time flies. Yeah, time flies so fast. So that's why the chai is as well our drink of today that we choose for. Um, the morning practice were often uh, renamed as the morning wiggles, and which for me uh, since then just stick with me as in moving your body wiggling it around in any sense that it feels good for you uh, like tapping in listening to that what makes that happy buzz come out mm-hmm. uh, movement equals feeling good at least mm-hmm. in my eyes is this as well that's the message you're trying to get out there I mean for me it's that's that is the why that for yeah. me that's why not just I move but it's mm. why I in, it's what I encourage people to try and move towards mm. a space where your why is for the love of it for the joy of it for the mm. feeling that you get from it um and it's to me it's a really obvious why mm. but the more I teach and the more time I spend talking to people and moving with people the more I realize actually it's not many people's why. And that makes me sad. I'm like, mm. it should be your why. It should mm. be the reason that you move. You should all be moving to feel good. So yeah, I'm definitely on a on a mission, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you can call it a mission. Uh, I think that it's definitely well set to call it a mission. Um, mm. As well, when we start touching on the... Um, topic especially it's pretty hot right now i think merely in the uk uh on hashtag body goals and okay can you explain a little yeah come on come on let's get the word out yeah and and i shudder (laughs) you shudder okay it makes me shudder it makes me the reason it makes me it triggers me so much is because i think it's just such a damaging phrase because actually it could be viewed and it should be Mm. viewed in a really positive way what it Mm. should be when I see body goals what I try and think of now the hashtag next to a a picture of someone looking great is I try and think okay inspirationally that what does that person make me feel Mm. how do they make me feel what's the energy behind that and can I gain inspiration from that for my movement but the problem is, is that's not what it gets used for nine times out of 10, the hashtag body goals is slapped on a photograph or an image next to an overly aesthetically pleasing version of what the typical human being should look like. And I'm putting big inverted commas here because it's not something that I'm saying we should look like, yeah. but it's something that society has told us we should look like. And so it's someone will look at a picture of someone else and go, oh, look at that, body goals. I wish yeah. I looked like you. And the whole of that sentence is just so damaging and so unnecessary, right? Because we should be celebrating the way that we look. It doesn't mean to say we shouldn't be celebrating the way someone else looks, but it shouldn't be the main focus of it, something. So yeah. body goals wanting to have the someone else's body is that what that's what it's saying right your body is goals yes that to me is just wrong stop that don't do that Mm-mm. i can totally see the image you're picturing here and then as well knowing that how many um 
photographs we see out are still edited, uh, manipulated in many senses as well. And um, for me, if I listen to body goals, okay, this is like the physical appearance of somebody. Um, but for me, it doesn't equal health. And what I always try to figure out is how healthy is somebody physically, mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, and how this um, can come out. And it doesn't mean mm -hmm. that you need to look a certain way to be healthy. And then um, you should not be wanting to look a certain way to be healthy because this is um, having a very negative effect on many people. Well, emotionally, I think definitely and mentally because they think they're not good enough if they don't, you know, uh, look like a certain type or look like a certain way. For sure. And it's, it all comes back to the idea that once you get to look like that, mm. the idea is that then you are going to be happy, right? That's the problem. Mm. Is people yeah. think, oh, well, body goals, because once I look like that, mm. that's it. I've reached the I've reached the end of whatever it is. And it's like, okay, let's just strip this back a minute. There's no end. <laughs> this is just there's that's just the, the journey, right? The lifelong yeah. journey. Mm. And so if you're constantly striving towards a physical aesthetic, mm. what happens when you get there? You then suddenly are like, okay, right, what next? Well, you're in Nirvana? No. No. <laughs> no. You're still here. Yeah. You still have ups and downs. You still have yeah. bad days and good days. Yeah. Death still happens. Life yeah. still happens. Yeah. So, therefore, what's the point, <laughs> right? It yeah. has to come back to what is your why? The why can't be the physical aesthetic. The 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 physical aesthetic the toning the weight loss the weight gain mm -hmm. the all those things will be a byproduct of movement it's yeah. science it will happen mm. don't worry about that that's not for you to worry about that's science let science do its thing mm. make your why the good feeling you get from movement yeah and then all the rest will happen yeah you'll feel good and that will actually end up being the most important thing right well feeling good i think that is even more important than looking great looking great oh, is yeah. just you know okay it's fine but then that, that's also very uh different per person uh because what you think is looking great is different as what i think is looking great and I see the more and more people getting influenced by what they see around us that, oh, I need to look like that to, um, well, to feel great as well on the inside. And it's just yeah. absolutely not going to happen because the moment that they reach that point, they might reach it. There is another thing again. Oh, no, I have to go on yeah. because I will be feeling greater when I look like that so it, there is uh, there is not an end to it the goalposts the, co the goalposts are constantly moving mm. if aesthetic is your goal and that's the issue because you're never going to be satisfied and no. I think I'm actually I talk from a privileged perspective in that I've never I've never worried about how I look how mm. I look 
And I feel really lucky in that sense because I know the more women I speak to and men, they do struggle with the way that they look and they do mm. have this ongoing battle. So I do mm. speak from a very privileged perspective in that I've never battled with that. So I don't mm. necessarily understand the battles. But the reason I think that I haven't ever battled with it is I've always found joy in movement. Yeah. So I've always moved my body. <laughs> so yeah, the byproduct of moving your body ends up being this thing that people put hashtag body goals against, right? Yeah. So so then if I sit in in the perspective of, okay, let's say I'm really unhappy with the way I look and mm. my focus happens to just be I have to want, I want to look, I want to have a slimmer waist or I want to have bigger thighs, whatever it is. Okay, fine. If your goal happens to be aesthetic, cool. But still find a movement that makes you feel good, not to, a movement to, to get you're there. punishing yourself for, right? Yeah. Because yeah. then the more you move to feel good, the more you'll start to realize, actually, I don't care if my thighs are any bigger because I'm moving and it feels good. And yeah. that's the trick. Yeah. Move to feel good. And I promise, 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 the rest of it will fall into place. You've just got to find something you love. Well, you take the stress out. So the moment that you take the stress out of something and you do something for joy, it's a complete different outcome. And mm. the moment you do something because there is the have-tos behind, um, you put stress in your body and your body is 9 out of 10 people, their body reacts not in a positive way when it is uh, connected with stress. Yes. Um, can you s explain a little bit on what it brought to you when you got into contact with practicing yoga as first and after that teaching? What did it learn to you a little bit on um, how life was functioning? Mm -hmm. For me, it became very clear. It took a long time, but then all of a sudden it became clear that I saw more and more the expression or the explanation of yoga away from the physical practice so the physical mm. practice is definitely where it started with me for me and then it was the philosophy behind and that's why now I just in very much enjoy practicing and as well teaching yoga but as much as I can away from the physical practice mm. yeah for sure I think it's probably probably quite a similar journey in that I guess mm. in the in the west we don't do any limbs of yoga from a young age right we don't mm. actually do any of it so no. we get introduced I was introduced to it as um yeah my yoga journey started I was introduced to an, an asana practice I went to a vinyasa class mm. and I was I was the 20 20 year old 21 year old runner hit instructor marathon runner that that needed to stretch uh, that <laughs> one did, okay yeah I was that girl and I did yoga firstly because I thought this will be good to offset the running yeah but what I swiftly found less than 10 minutes into my first ever what was an ashtanga practice yeah I didn't know I didn't know I, I didn't know yeah, sure. <laughs> Yoga. I can do that. 10 minutes in, sun salvi. I am 
dying. I have got, there's sweat. I'm shaking. I am in a mess. And I'm looking around the room and these people are just like, like loving life. They're breathing. They've got their eyes closed. And I'm like shaking in the corner. And I'm like a healthy, fit, 20-year-old girl. I'm like, yeah. Oh, what? What? And my ego did not like that. My ego was like, you need to be better at this. Why are you so bad at this? So then the obsession came that I must be better at it because mm. my ego told me I had to be good at it. And thank goodness, I don't believe I'm saying, thank goodness that my ego for one time got it right. <laughs> because what it meant was I committed yeah. to a yoga practice mm. and it didn't take long, actually, thankfully, it was probably good teachers. I was lucky enough to have good teachers and it didn't take long before I didn't, I wasn't coming for the, for the physical and I wasn't coming to get good. I was just coming because I loved it. I left feeling great. The people I was around were great. And I started noticing things like, you know, you sit at the end of practice in silence and you're kind of just feeling things. I'd suddenly start sitting on the tube on the way home and I'd close my eyes and I'd be like, okay, I've never done this before. How does this feel? And you start to pick up on energies and you start to yeah. pick up on other people's energy and that you start, you just start noticing. I suddenly was able to see, to feel and therefore see more of the world in a way that I had never even imagined would, would happen. It's almost and that the world is like more colorful after that. Yeah, but I, I recognize the Ashtanga first ever practice. <laughs> I did it for fun when I was first traveling in India. So that was, uh, that was, uh, um, um, hello, <laughs> hello, welcome to your body. I was not the one that was very fit. I was not practicing any sports. I was not living healthy back that time. Yeah. Uh, I was completely frustrated that when I was folding forward and the teacher sat, place your hands on the floor, that is <laughs> literally out loud said, what do you mean? Have you seen the distance between my hands my and the floor? But that this was, was also like, me. Okay. This was also me with from my running and from ever so oh, tight oh my hamstrings. You know, like I was nowhere near the floor. <laughs> you can bend your knees if you want and I'm like but I don't want to bend my knees I want to touch the floor yeah yeah it was a it was an interesting class it was a very interesting I did do a headstand though in my first ever practice basically they just put me upside down um I, yeah <laughs> holding me back and uh not even I think six seven months in that same year I went back to India to do a teacher training with five mm. weeks of yoga practice in my back pocket as experience I thought mm. I died halfway yeah. through the training but I, I made it at the other end so I do understand what you just said about uh, sitting on the tube and almost practicing like meditation or observing or noticing as really like the noticing I think mm. that you start to become much more aware of what is going on in the world around you and the awareness links again into into different parts uh of our yeah. existence yeah it was like it was actually like i was i started to melt away the the rubbish the stuff that i didn't uh. need that i carried around with me 
because I'd been told that I should, I guess. It was the stuff yeah. that like society had taught me and my parents had taught me and my friends had told me and my work had told me and things. And I was carrying all this baggage mm. that I didn't even realize. I was happy as Larry, but, yeah. I, but I was holding all this stuff. Yeah. And the more I yoga, the more I started to just let go of that stuff. And then I was like, and because I was letting go of things, I could see more and feel more. And it was like, whoa, I guess it's just the unraveling of becoming more aware, more conscious, I guess. Yeah. But it's just such a magical thing. And you're like, whoa, oh, oh. <laughs> and down and I can see that. Wow, this is so cool. Yeah, it's um looking back, it's a really amazing thing. And I I probably also didn't even realize at the time that it was happening. Mm. It was just happening and 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 I and it just felt good. So I was doing it more. And looking back, I think that's what it was. And it's continuing to happen. Like it's an ever-growing thing, right? It's an ever-evolving experience. And that's why it's so great because you're just constantly learning and you're constantly dropping off bags that you yeah. don't need to yeah. see more. And it's yeah, it's a really good feeling. Um and it, it, yeah. The, the descriptions of um um people especially when I was teaching and training. So sometimes at the end of the morning practice that you get um, the remarks back. And these are as well from own experience that one would be, I'm high as a kite, not sure <laughs> how I'm going to get back on earth or uh, somebody saying I am blessed out. And then they say, you mean blissed out? No, 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 I'm yeah, blessed out. Blessed out. That is like how I feel right now. And then these, all these faces and then seeing all these people around, walking around with, uh, as if they're really completely spaced out. Mm. And, but what is it? They are such, uh, they, they feel so much alive from mm. practicing from that movement that everything like sort of like comes together. And yeah, that, that definitely higher awareness of the surroundings that is probably uh, what made me fall in love with practice. Mm. We're like, oh my God, so this is possible too. This is life. Okay, great. Mm. Give me more of that one. Give me more. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> um, yeah. From the teaching of yoga or practicing of yoga, is there anything that says to you, this brings for me back um, the phrase or the words uh, living well or well-being. Is that something that you need on a daily uh, basis to have a asana practice? Or is there anything that you say, I take this out of the practicing or teaching yoga, which for me is in, um, in every day, it comes back as this is for me living well or this is well-being yeah for sure I think um it's one of those really interesting questions actually that people that are just starting out and like they'll say to me they'll be like oh well I can't get on with yoga because I you know I, I can't commit to an hour a day and I'm like mm. you don't need to do an hour a day like you don't need to do an hour a day you don't need to do half an hour a day I'm like, strip it back. Like, you just need to find a moment to connect. So for me mm. personally, I like to move my body mm. every day on my mat. Some days I'm handstanding and some days I'm sat in child's pose for like okay. 15 minutes. 
But it's for me, it's the rolling out of the mat and the coming and standing on it and then listening and feeling. Mm. But that took a lot of time to get to, right? So I often will say from a teaching perspective, give yourself a period of time. And even if that's five minutes, yeah. but give it to yourself every day. Mm. And in that five minutes, if you can roll out your mat and sit on it, stand on it, but just be there. Yeah, for five minutes. And you don't have to necessarily do anything. <laughs> you know, you could just do a classic touch your toes stretch or you could just sit and breathe. But it's the commitment to the being on the mat in a mm. space with just yourself, I think is the really important thing. So I think I, it's the self. I think they touched yeah. upon that word, like that connection to the self doesn't really matter what the form is or how mm. it looks like, how exactly. long it is, but that connecting to yourself and listening to what is going on in the inside and yeah, acting, moving, whatever, doing accordingly to what is needed to make the self feel better, well, yeah. greater home. I know that people... And they struggle to... They don't understand mm. that. People will say, well... How do you know what to do? Like, how do you know how to move or what to do? And that's why I'll often say, listen, don't, it doesn't, not a long period of time. So start off with five minutes, five minutes a day, roll out the mat, set a timer on your phone, set your mm. phone to one side and sit. Yeah. And eventually after like, you know, time, you'll start to listen and you just, you can't help it. You, we're all human beings. We're not human doings. So if you start being with yourself, eventually yeah. you will start hearing things and you yeah. will start feeling things and it will happen, but you just have to have the faith that it will. And it's about continually keep it. It's the consistency, right? It's the consistency, yeah. not the what, but the, 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 the just doing the thing. Well, yeah, Sit just the doing mat. the thing, sitting on the mat, just being with yourself and as well noting what is going on with yourself mm -hmm. because we are especially in you know this time of age we are so um influenced by the external world mm -hmm. that it is very hard to note what's going on on the internal world definitely well we don't listen there's so much noise there's so much noise Like all the time there's noise and we're, and we're programmed to react to it all the time, right? It's yeah. like you get an email, it doesn't come to your computer anymore, it comes to your phone mm. and someone's wanting your attention here and then you get a WhatsApp message and it's there and then the TV is on and it's there and then your boyfriend calls you and he wants your attention in there and then your dog needs a wee. So your attention, whoa, there's just so much noise and it's like we oh. don't ever listen just to this yeah to listen and inward yeah it's that time it's the close your eyes look in keep looking in and eventually the answers will come like you just have to keep doing it that is also a beautiful message of like encouragement to send out in the universe mm -hmm. right if you want to start start somewhere roll out your mat five minutes a day sit on it doesn't mm. have to be a fancy mat, just a mat mat. No. That's it. Doesn't even have to be a mat. No. Sit on a towel. Yeah. Sit on the floor. Sit on a chair. Sit with yourself. Yeah. Be with yourself. Yeah. And listen what's going on in words. Yeah. Listen, listen what 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 
really like to the stories and everything that is happening on the inside yeah. of you. And no, also no, please note, it's not easy to start with sometimes. No, it's fucking difficult. It's Sorry so for the word, guys, but it's tough. really difficult. Right. <laughs> because that's another misconception mm. is that, firstly, that yoga is easy. Okay, well, that's just that sentence in itself is so broad. You've just tried to tell me that life is easy. Life's mm. not easy. And this bit especially isn't easy because you're sitting with yourself and then you mm. start to all sorts of things. And if anything, it gets way harder before it starts to get easier, you suddenly start going, oh, Christ, like, dog, shit, I did, what? Oh, no, like, what? stop. And that's why it's so tough in Shavasana when you first start yoga to lie still with your eyes closed. People are like, oh, I'm such a fidgeter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Then you need to sit for longer by yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, that's almost like a punishment in the beginning. But then there is a there is a moment that all of a sudden there is more of the being and less of the doing, and yeah. it happens. But there is yeah. not a defined time that you or I can say that is when it happens. This is oh, something that you sure. have to discover for yourself, but it, it takes some effort in the beginning, definitely to start. But then again, it takes effort to start anything because even when we started walking, when we were kids, <laughs> did we stop after 20 million times falling on our bum? We fell. No. We fell. We fell. Riding a bike, did we stop? No, we continued trying it because we really wanted to ride that bike because this was cool and it was a cool thing to do and all the children in the neighborhood were driving, <laughs> driving their bike. So you wanted to drive your bike as well. But you can almost see that the practicing of being with yourself as well is, you know, it's, it's like learning how to walk again mm. and you don't stop. You just continue, you go on. It's also one of those really interesting things because when you learn how to walk or when you learn how to ride a bike or when you learn how to lift heavy weights mm. or when you learn how to run a marathon, all of the results and the outcomes are tangible, recognizable things that you can see and mm. other people can recognize and celebrate with you. And yeah. the difficulty with getting good at just being is that the only person actually the benefits is you yeah you can't explain the feeling to anyone you can't see it no so it's you almost have to just trust that it's there and that it exists because I'm telling you it does and I've experienced it and because yeah. you're telling me it doesn't yeah and so therefore a lot of people find that they're they just lose patience with it because they're like but I, 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 there's no medal at the end of it, or I'm, I'm, but there's no weight like number, or there, there's nothing I can write down and record. And it's like, mm -hmm, but but the reward for like yeah. just learning to be, oh. yeah, learning to be is probably um, what a lot of people could set as a goal um, for the rest of their life. Learn to be with yourself. Learn to be being. Is that not? Like for me, like that is why we're here. I feel like we're here I to think so. learn all the things that we've been told. It's to, that's why I'm here. I'm here to just get better at just being. Because the more we just get better at being, the more things, like we said before, the more you see, the more you 
observe and feel and, and then life is suddenly just so rich with no money in the bank account <laughs> you're just like heavily loaded with wonderful feelings and thoughts and people and yeah that's but then the, yeah but that's then then there is the quality of the well-being of mm-hmm. uh, the living well that everything comes together and yeah. you just enjoy the day you enjoy life you enjoy what you're mm-hmm. doing there's more joy and if i recall well to go back to what uh, sudhir uh, was teaching in india uh, you know joy is your nature his hashtag yeah. for life um, you know we are we are born in joy and there's somewhere along the way that a lot of people lose this sense of pure pure joy that you have when you get on the earth and um, the practice of movement is definitely uh, one of the key components to get back into feeling well, living well, and as well being more with yourself. Mm. Yeah, but for that, we need to look inwards, definitely. Mm. Um, if you would be able to have a chai, see, that's the drink of the day, <laughs> um, with a person that you admire. And that person can be somebody famous, somebody non-famous. Um, who would this person be? What would you ask him or her? Oh, I know there is many probably. There are so many. Um can even be your best friend that you haven't I mean, seen in a long time. And yeah, it can do you know from... what, actually, at the minute, do you know what I'd, I'd actually, who I'd actually love to sit with and just spend oh. time with is my sister, who's on the other side of the world. And I haven't seen her for so long because of all this stuff that's happening. Um, because I think actually the last year, I don't know if you feel this, but I'm sure you do, actually. So, I think there's been like a glo- I hope anyway at least and I can feel that there's been sort of a global shift in consciousness mm. because we've been forced inside we've been forced inside our houses we've been forced inside our heads actually yeah and I think lots of the people have come to understand that this being business and this well-being and 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 practices like meditation and yoga are actually things that we all need to be implementing because learning to be with yourself is ultimately the most important thing. And so there's been this big shift from my from my personal growth and I can see and feel when I speak to my sister on the phone that she's had a shift as well. And I would just love to be with her yeah. in, that, in an energetic, like physical space to feel that from her I think that's and 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 that would be the question I think like how do you feel your awareness has changed in the last 12 months like how has that been is that a thing because I've felt it like yeah I think that would be I'd love to do that now so it's probably quite boring for most people listening because it's not someone exciting but it's (laughs) I don't think so because I think that a lot of people have what you just described that there has been an opening in consciousness uh, mm. awareness of um, of needing to look inwards and mm. not shying away of looking at that what's really going on inside of us and I have seen many stories of people that started practicing yoga and meditation 
um, outside of their own houses because that was the only thing that they could do. Mm. So yeah, for everything there is maybe a, a different thought, goal, whatever there is behind this whole thing that happened to the world. Um, but then that you see, I can understand that connecting in that way with your sister and that you can see from far the shift is there, but you need that one-on-one -on -one conversation to sit down with her mm. and as well to feel her physical energy again mm. and to really connect with that. That is definitely very important. Definitely. Mm. So it's what I said, you know, it can be a famous mm. person. It can be a person that nobody <laughs> else knows besides you. Yeah. But this is what drives you as Charlotte. And mm. this is what is important for you in life mm. can also inspire somebody else, you know, reach out to the ones that are dear to you and, mm. and, and talk. And um, I know this is sort of a trick question always when I ask it. And people very often think it has to be somebody famous. Is it? No, no, no. It can be somebody absolutely yeah. non-famous. Yeah. <clears throat> Very often it's, the non-famous people are more interesting, I think. It's because I, I know her. So I'm sitting from a space of knowing and being therefore being able to see the shift and the change. Mm. And also like, I care for her, right? Mm. So, yeah. you know, especially after all this time, like I guess I took for granted being able to spend time with her and around her before this whole global pandemic business mm. because I could jump on a plane and I could see her right and she could whenever jump on whenever you want to go you want to go you just go yeah, yeah. And, and that's been robbed of us and so now it's like that's the one thing I've really missed actually over this time is that physical connection to mm. to the ones that I love mm. and being able to and you know you'll know from being a yoga teacher like that yeah. physical being in a room with people and like around people's energy, humans' energy. Like this is, I think it's just another thing that's really important for us as human beings is being with one another. Like I think it's yeah. like I vital can, to our well-being. I can definitely know. vouch for that. Uh, when I arrived in Curacao in September last year, and um, well, I didn't have like a physical in-person practice with anyone else basically. Uh, except with a friend I was living with in Antwerp. Uh, we were practicing at home together. So two yogis yeah. living under one roof. What happens? They do morning practice together. And wow. then I arrived here. Um, so that was good after half a year already. And I participated straight away. On the day of my arrival, I went to a physical class with other people in that. They were sort of like, really like, what the app was this? And then a few days later, I started to teach classes in person. And I remember, I think it was like a vinyasa class or something. And there were actual people in the room. And there was actually me walking around, around other people and, and teaching them. And it was really like, oh my God, this is why I just love this work. And it's also mm -hmm. the reason why I decided to stay longer here because I could move back to Europe and uh, losing that again. And I said, um, I think my purpose is right now to stay here and to continue mm -hmm. doing that, what I'm doing here. Because that was, yeah, that's one of the main reasons being a yoga teacher, that human connection, that one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. 
uh, seeing the blessed out faces after class. <laughs> Yo- I call it yoga drunk. Oh, yeah, yoga drunk. There we go. We've got another one. Okay. Yoga I as a kite, yoga drunk, yoga drunk. <laughs> blessed out. <laughs> yoga drunk, you're like, you okay? You're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm great. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I just love that sensation. I think that. Uh, it's yeah, okay. the best. Um, I think... Uh, it's a beautiful moment to close down our conversation with this and tell people get yoga drunk, get high as a kite, or get blessed out. Roll out a towel, a mat, go sit with yourself for at least five minutes. Start with that and connect to yourself and then feel what um, can bring maybe everyone in a more healthier way, how to look at the hashtag body goals mm. to make the circle around. Would you like to add anything in there? No, I think you just nailed it, haven't you? I think that's the thing. Like, yeah, if, if this conversation can inspire someone to spend five minutes sitting with themselves every day, then eventually they're going to they're gonna recognise what, they need they're going to understand what they need and then eventually the the hashtag in any sense any hashtag will mean whatever you want it to mean and it won't affect you in a negative way it will only ever affect you in a positive way because you'll know yourself and you'll yeah you'll have spent time yeah let's get a positive outcome to that hashtag definitely for many more people in the world Yeah. yeah That's great. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for (laughs) this conversation and uh, looking forward to meet you soon again and do the live wiggles (laughs) on and off the mat. Yeah, wiggles and wiggles. Do you like my t-shirt? No one's going to be able to see this, but you can see. Oh my God, you got to be freaking joking. (laughs) Okay, I will uh, put in the description... I'll put in the description probably a screenshot from that. Okay. Uh, the description in the podcast right now, she is wearing a t-shirt that says wiggle with all kinds of wiggly on bumps on the backside. It's a good one. Yeah. We're going to keep alive. Uh, Charlotte, thank you so much. I really enjoyed uh, connecting with you in this you, way. Thank you for and having me. Soon again in live. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Soon, I hope. Soon, Take very care. soon. Thank you so much. Thank you.